Through the years, I've often tried to get our church group to share with the church, to share scriptures, to share things God has done in their life. In January 2024, God gave me an instruction. Tell them to share daily with the church. Hebrews 3 tells us that. This is not just a scripture for ministers. It's for the whole congregation, for all who are born again. And I said to them, God told me to tell you to begin sharing with the church. Each one of you share daily with the church. And they started obeying. They started doing it. I made it very clear. This is what God told me for you to do. Start sharing with the church. If we look at Hebrews 3, we see that instruction. Things around us are getting worse and worse. Hebrews 10.25 says, Exhort one another and even more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. In Hebrews 3, we see the same thing. Start at verse 12. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but exhort one another Daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold fast the beginning of our confidence, steadfast unto the end. We in the church should especially be warning others in the church and exhorting them in the way of God, sharing scriptures and examples. And he says, exhort one another daily. I've been doing that for years, exhorting you by the blog daily. Why? Because that's what the Bible says to do. Not many people write something daily. But I do it because I see here in verse 13 to do it. I also know the time is getting more evil. That there is a possibility God will use these exhortations to turn you to him, to his way, away from the way of the world and to 
the way of God. And I also present podcast daily. And it's because of the same thing. But this scripture is not just for ministers. It's for every person who calls himself a Christian. By sharing with other people daily the way of God, the scriptures, the examples, your faith becomes stronger. Philemon verse 6. You acknowledge him when you share with other people. Let's read Philemon verse 6. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus, the Word of God. Exhort one another daily. It makes your faith effectual, as well as giving them a chance to turn from evil and do the way of the Lord. It pays great dividends. Since our church group has started sharing, I just love it because I get in bed at night and take these exhortations and think about them, go over each one of the scriptures shared that day by the Spirit of God through our church members. It's great benefit to me and to them. And they have been faithfully doing it since I told them God said to do this. It's so important. One thing, because of the evil of the days and the lack of integrity that we see out there in the world. Share with the church. If you don't have a church to share with, you can share with us if you want to. Our address is on our daily blog and podcast. One of our church members sent an exhortation telling about two young girls that rang her doorbell and had in their hand a bag of dog poop. They had been following her. She was walking her dogs. She usually took bags to carry the dog poop and dispose of it. But that day she had forgotten to take a bag and the two girls were following her and observing her. And they saw she didn't pick up the dog poop. So they picked it up, came to her house, rang the doorbell, and just railed out against her. And Pam said that she went to open her mouth and no words would come out. I thought of a scripture. 
Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 26. God said to Ezekiel, And I will make thy tongue cleave to the roof of thy mouth, that thou shalt be dumb and not be to them a reprover, for they are a rebellious house. There are times that God will stop us from speaking to railers. Finally, her tongue was loosened, and she said to them, Well, I usually take a bag, but today I forgot it. With that word, they didn't say one more word. They just left her house. She said she believed that they were working by the wrong spirit in what they did, that their spirit was wrong. Probably so. We give one more exhortation here uh, that's shared with us from a member of the body of Christ. She and her husband, at the end of 2008, were moving from Texas to Virginia. And when they were considering where to move, she turned to God with this situation. They finally got it down, narrowed down to two houses in Virginia. And she kept praying over and over about which one of these two houses they were to buy. She said they were both expensive houses, but they had the cash to pay in full for the houses, whichever house she chose, and not take out a mortgage. And she said to God, please don't let us make a mistake. Don't let us buy the wrong house. Over and over she was begging God, don't let us buy the wrong house. One house had a delightful little pond outside of it, and that was very appealing. They went to make the decision. They walked around the yard of the house that had the little pond. And we noticed, she said, and there was a lot, and I mean a lot, of little squiggly tube-shaped things that were found over much of the yard. We asked the realtor what they were, and she said, Oh, that's goose poop. Apparently the pond next to the house attracted a lot of birds. The thing that had seemed, initially seemed so Appealing, she said, was the thing that ended up turning us to the other house. And even though we had been to that house numerous times, we had never noticed the goose droppings. God made sure we saw it on our final visit keeping us from buying the wrong house and answering my prayer.
when I, Joan Boney, when I played golf, we had a golf course that had a lake. When we went up to the tee box, one person would have to take a golf club and guard us while we shot our tee shot because geese lived at that water hole. And they charged us. They ran at us and tried to attack us. And the one with the golf club caused the geese to turn away. So I know birds and geese can attack you around lakes of water. Another one of our golf courses had Mississippi kites that came there to nest. These Mississippi kites are an endangered species, and a big sign outside the golf course building warned us these were endangered species and don't hurt the Mississippi kites, for they will try to attack you as you play golf. Well, of course they would. You're walking down their home, the golf course. Their babies are up there in the nest, and you're carrying weapons of iron golf clubs. They were so smart. You didn't see them, but they saw you. They would fly around to the backside of where you were walking down the fairway and swoop down and hit you in the head. My golf teacher and I were playing one day, and he had a bald head, and they cut his head and it started bleeding. But they were only doing what was natural to save and protect their babies. We really had to watch at that golf course. So these ponds and lakes are so attractive and so interesting, but there can be so much trouble. Thank you for allowing me to share with you and let me encourage that you seriously look at Hebrews 3 and Hebrews 10, 25, 26 because it is our responsibility to warn especially those in the church when there's a danger or we see them going in a way opposite from the Bible. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.